Top of the morning, everybody. Welcome back to Tequila for Breakfast. It's Dana. I hope you guys this week was a fire. I had a good ass um, New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> I had a pretty chill New Year's Eve. Kicked it with the kid and played in makeup. Ate a bunch of bullshit. Watched some movies. Yeah, so I hope y'all had a good time. I see a couple of people did. Um had a little get together on Saturday, so that was pretty nice. And yeah, Monday it was back to the bullshit. Clocking baby daddies for my bread, clocking situationship niggas for my bread, clocking the government for my motherfucking bread. <laughs> Everybody is like bullshit with me about my money. And I'm one of them people that very strongly believes as long as a motherfucker owe you. You ain't broke. So if somebody owe me and it ain't no money in my pocket, you got to run my shit. Summer Walker is up with the shits this morning, bright and early this morning. Yes, y'all, I'm for the first time in a long time. Well, I guess it's only, well, I've been doing this six weeks now. Damn, the little month flew by. But um, yeah, I'm recording the same day of. So I'm literally going to record this, edit this, and push it the fuck out. Hopefully I'll be done before like, half the day is over with anyways um yeah summer walker was up early with the shits um on her finsta that's not really a finsta because everybody knows that it's her so i guess we can call it her it's not necessarily even her personal instagram well whatever uncle like the whore um yeah and she's one of them people like Summer walker i love her i used to love her when a lot of people didn't know about her because she did what she said she wanted to do. And it's just saying, like, we didn't know shit about her personal life, her personal opinions, blah, 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 blah. Like, yes, I miss 2017, 2018 Summer Walker. The bitch irks my nerves every now and again now. So anytime she says something, I just go into it with, like, you know, kind of tips on her She was like, damn, what's this, this bitch finna say that's stupid today? And, yeah, she actually, she was hitting the nail on the head this morning. My bitch um, posted a meme that I think a lot of women, particularly, I can't speak from a male's, you know, perspective because I'm not a nigga. I'm not saying it is not niggas that don't experience these types of women. But, yeah, she posted this meme and um, <laughs> Was just basically saying, uh, what'd you say? These broke men don't need a girlfriend or a wife to hold them down. They need father figures, rehab, AA, and a therapist. And I, when I say for the past three, I can't even say three, for the past six years, I've been dealing with those type of niggas. Oh my God, y'all. When I say I have not seen a meme so relatable in such a long ass time it's been a long ass time so i don't even want to go off on this tangent and by the by like yes i'm a little stoned and a little you know tipsy whatever but um it really was a topic that i already had planned it wasn't in this um this tone, it was coming from a more motherly place about how, like, um, a lot of these niggas' mamas are enablers of them. And, you know, they don't realize that when these niggas grow up, 
you aren't going to be able to enable him as much as you have in his childhood and his adolescence and young adulthood. So that's going to change into him putting this shit off on someone else, whether he's ready to be with that person or not. He's going to be putting off his emotional needs on somebody when he, you know, down in the dumps with cash or not even really trying or just don't want to spend his money type shit might hit a bitch up that he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be courting and like loving on and all of this shit for money when he, I don't, I am a firm believer. A man should never ask a woman for money. One, that he is not, um, that he did not come from. Or two, that he is not in a committed legal partnership with. You should not be asking no woman for no motherfucking money. And me and my friend was talking about this yesterday. About a dude hitting his like siblings up who are, uh, you know, majority female. And all of the females have children. So it's like, you disgusting. Ask your wife for money. I even take you asking your mama for money because like... You know, I just am a firm believer that, <laughs> once again, your children did not ask to be here. So, yes, they owe you everything as far as, like, not everything, but, like, yes, it's just, like, you know, you gave your child life, but you owe them everything. You owe them the world when they come into this motherfucker because they did not ask to be here. So, oh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, I don't believe like niggas should be asking bitches for money and I'm not gonna, you know, go down that, that rabbit hole of that situation. Um, Summer was just, you know, I just felt what she was saying and like, you niggas need to start holding your homeboys accountable as well. I was trying to figure out a nice way to say that, but I can't even think clear enough right now to even try to, you know, say some shit politically correct because I kind of don't give a fuck you niggas need to start holding each other accountable as well and it like blows my mind like I always hear a lot of men well women don't hold themselves accountable women don't take accountability but y'all the same ones that want to be heads of the households heads of your relationship you want a bitch to follow you so lead the community by motherfucking examples start holding other men accountable um I agree with the rehab thing. I got I know niggas in they in they thirties, you at the age where you supposed to be like trying to get your shit together and settle down and start a family and you know, you going out of your way. And don't think that rehab is just for like motherfuckers that's like out here bad on drugs. Some of you niggas need financial motherfucking rehab. Learn how to um manage your money. How you owing motherfuckers and you out here dropping thousands and hundreds of dollars on Christmas and on your, your wardrobe and you owe niggas money. The first thing anybody that, that has any sort of financial um, common sense. No, as soon as you get your bread, if it's motherfuckers you in debt to, especially people that's close to you that you know you going to need again, that you always falling back on, pay them their motherfucking money back. I'm going to stop going to that point. I'm just really pissed about my money, y'all. I'm so pissed about my money. And it's not even like the amount. It's the principle behind the whole thing. Because I didn't get this person, like, if not more in cash, I've given them more in, like, value of things that I have given them. Financially, time-wise, and emotionally. But anyways. um, Yeah, niggas go out here and spend their money on shit that 
it's not a priority. You know what I'm saying? Uh, therapists and father figures, um, you can still be an adult man if you want to get your shit together. You know your daddy ain't shit and then raise you like shit. Could not, could not or was not around to show you. Because, you know, some people, father neglected them. Some people, you know, have parents pass away. And then some of you niggas just had the deadbeat motherfucker dipping in and out there now and then or even living with you and was supposed to be raising you and you still ain't shit because he ain't shit. I say perspective is... Um, a big thing in this as well, because a lot of you niggas should look at your dad be daddies, um, whether they raised you and lived in your household or not. And just take them as example of people that you clearly don't want to be. You, you know how that man made you feel as a child growing up. So why would you want to bring kids in the world and have them end up feeling that same way about you? Um, you see how bad it looks to have kids and shit out here that you're not taking care of. Um, if you give a fuck about your mom, you looking at her and seeing like the strife and like emotional and mental abuse that he put her through. So like why turn around and do that to somebody else? Take that as your example of what you do not want to be. It's not too late to find a nigga in his fifties. that got his shit together and ask him to be a mentor. You can call it what you want. Mentor, father figure. It's all the same thing to me in all honesty. Uh, seek you one of those. Uh, therapist. And I'm saying this to everybody. This is not just for the niggas. This is just for women as well. Because um, I've heard of people having like bad therapist experiences. Just because that first session did not go the way you want. Just because you've been in therapy six weeks and you ain't getting to the root of your problem just yet. Don't mean don't go. If the therapist's not working out, keep trying different therapists until you find the one that like y'all click and it's easy for you to talk to them and they're doing their job and they're helping you. Um, you didn't get fucked up overnight. You're not going to heal overnight. So just because you've been going for a couple of months and you don't feel like you're making no progress. I mean, have discerning, look at back at where you started and where you are at that point and moment in time. And if you have not like improved then yes, find a new therapist, but um, sometimes, sometimes you also have to analyze yourself. Are you putting in the work that the therapist is like giving you cues and dropping bombs on like, um, you finding solutions because the thing with therapists are, they're not going to give you the answers. They're going to put you in a situation and, um, you know, just kind of mentally work your brain for you to see where the issue lies and for you to find resolving, um, solution. Um, yeah, so sick of motherfucking therapists. I couldn't agree no more with Summer Walker with that post this morning. And, you know, I woke up in a good mood. Um, and some shit just kind of like triggered me or whatever. But I ended up getting online and I seen it. And I'm like, sorry, I got buds in my mouth. Um, I seen that and immediately thought, like, how fucking relatable? How on time is this? Like, not even 10 minutes before she posted it, or before I seen the post, I should say. I straight called this nigga asked for my money, and he, like, snapped on me about my little money. But he wouldn't love when your little ass asked for it. Uh, But, yeah, so it's like, I just feel like in the black community, it's time for men and women to start holding these weak niggas accountable. And... Those are the four things that can help you out. A father figure slash mentor. 
<laughs> rehab AA and a motherfucking therapist. And I say AA because a lot of y'all niggas run to a bottle before you will run to somebody that can help you. Be it a friend or a licensed therapist or a parent or a family member. And not just somebody that's just going to listen and like, you know, feed into your your bullshit. Somebody that's going to be honest with your ass. Not on no yes man shit. Not on no, oh, yeah, yeah, nigga, you got time, blah, blah. No. We live in a time where, bitch, you literally, and I know it's always been this way, but it's like, it feel like it's more frequent now. But like, nigga, it's dropping. Niggas is dropping like flowers. We're at that age where like, shit, niggas is out here having heart attacks and, you know, anything could fucking happen. No, you, yeah, you may have a lot of time on this earth, but why waste that time on some bullshit? Like, nigga, Get your shit together. Get off your motherfucking shoulders. Stop being a pussy. Because that's, I'm like, nigga. When I say the head space, the mental, spiritual space that I am in, like, I ain't for the bullshit. Shit, the bitch I was two weeks ago, like, super loving. I'm not not saying I'm not these things anymore, but, like, I'm really, I had, like, a little epiphany and, like, some shit clicked within the past few days of me needing to use my discernment. And when I see people are taking my kindness for some weak bitch shit and they try to take advantage of it, don't keep giving they bitch ass the benefit of the doubt. Like, pipe the fuck up on these niggas. Like, I don't mind to be a lesson. I could be, you know, somebody that is around for you to come to when you need help. Or I could be the bitch that's going to dog your ass out every time you fucking come around for help. You know, and it's not on no, you know, I'm, I'm not the type of person that need people or none of that. Not like trying to be like cocky or anything, but it's just, it's like a lot of you niggas need to know when you're supposed to be piping up and when you're supposed to be humble. Pipe up on the bitch after you done, you know, handled your business and then you could come out here and like flex. But it ain't no way in here you could be out here trying to flex on any motherfucking body, trying to, you know, walk around this motherfucker like you just that nigga. Cause a lot of this, this is the the toxic masculinity. This is where toxic masculinity comes in. And I hate the word, and I honestly the phrase or whatever, but a lot of people look at like just niggas that like to, you know, be super rough and like alpha male-ish that those are masculine men. Nah, all of this shit don't make you masculine. Looking, you know, nice don't make you masculine. Um, whatever you think you're doing sexually, it don't make you masculine. It's the shit yo, where your morals come in and your character. That shit is what makes you like a manly man. Because I know gay niggas out here, they got way more heart than a lot of you straight niggas. If I'm just, you know, being frank. And y'all would look at them like some of the most feminine beings on the planet. But in our reality, when something needs to be done, these niggas are stepping up to the plate. When a nigga is tripping with a female or whatever be the case. I didn't see more gay niggas show me they, they heart and how they got heart than I have straight niggas. Toxic man masculinity is the niggas that I've been talking about the whole first part of the show, basically Louis ass niggas that like, like to use or misuse. I should say, because we all use people, whether it's, it's not a negative way, but like niggas that's out here misusing and emotionally abusing and physically abusing, mentally abusing women, um, instead of loving and protecting on them, um, 
niggas that's out here half-ass taking care of their responsibilities, creating lives that they don't intend on fucking taking care of. Like, nigga, you know how you felt as a motherfucking child. You're going to intentionally bring a child up in this bitch, this shady-ass, fucked-up-ass world just to do them how your people did you. You a fucked-up individual. You, you toxic. And you're not a real man. And for you to think that because, you know... You in a position to create a child makes you a man. It does not. It don't. I know niggas that don't have kids that take care of kids as better fathers than a lot of you niggas that's out here really fathering children. Um, yeah. So, yeah, anyways, that's some shit that Summer Walker had posted. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll just be going down on little tangents or whatever, but this shit really hit home. Uh, I'm guessing motherhood or single motherhood is really uh taking effect over there in Summer Walker's world because she was one of them bitches that ain't had no child and had a lot to say about single mamas and letting kids see their daddies and how it's disgusting for a bitch to ask for fucking child support, all types of stupid shit. So I'm guessing uh she's learn learning, actively learning her lesson right now as she experienced how great of a dad uh, London on the track is about to be, and you know, by God's grace, she's you know got a little bread, so her baby ain't really got a want. But like, I just hope that she can understand and identify where her uh, sister moms are uh, coming from when they get to talking this shit about the nigga on social media. Whew. Um, yeah, so I'm going to. Take a quick break and I will be right back. Hey y'all, welcome back. <laughs> um, I'm just happy it's not like no live type shit because that was a long ass break. I'm hella fucking drove. I uh then sat over here and you know dabbled a little bit and a bitch got hungry and I'm sitting here trying to call myself not buying no junk so Zara can get off of this you know snacking ass binge the kids be on. And I'm looking for some motherfucking chips. <laughs> and, you know, the muffins and shit, it ain't nothing in there but some fucking fruit. <laughs> so, shit, fuck that. I ain't want no fruit. I just said, uh, had some Tostinos and some um, peach salsa fire. Anyways, yeah. This, uh, I forgot what they call it. When you basically be trying to do somebody and end up doing yourself in. Dig one dish, better dig two type shit. But, uh, yeah, so let me tell y'all about a bitch named Jazzy and our motherfucking homegirl, Gabriella. And this motherfucking song called Girl Like Me. When I say Jasmine Sullivan is one of the most underrated, underappreciated R&B artists of our fucking time. That girl is so underappreciated and underrated. It's sickening. It's sickening, really. She, um, and I just want to take the moment to say, you get a lot of people saying like R&B is dead, but it's really not. Y'all just be listening to the wrong motherfuckers because I could run off a few Fire ass. I'm sorry, y'all hear me banging on the desk. I'm, I'm a little passionate about this because Jasmine Sullivan is one of my top five RB artists of today. 
she's one of my top 10 like R&B artists, period. But she's definitely my one of my top five. But uh, anyways, yeah, y'all quick to say my fucking R&B is dead. And like, you know, a lot of people don't have too much positive to say about today's music. I'm one of them people. I feel like a lot of this shit sucks in fucking, yeah, it don't take much to become a celebrity in today's age because these kids kind of follow whatever. But um, I also know that y'all don't be off into the right fucking artists because, baby, Jasmine and her, this song that I just listened to is incredible. The writing, um, shit, the motherfucking harmonies, the guitars, you know, that's the, all that, that instrumental shit is like... Her be on this shit, but yeah, I'm fucking in love, and I cannot fucking wait until uh the whole uh hotel project come out. It's really called Hotels, like not like the building, but like hoes and their stories. Um, if you follow Jasmine Sullivan's Instagram, you've been seeing <coughs> you've been seeing like the short stories that they've been posting. Uh, where she's been posting and a lot of that's some real shit and you know I'm not one of them people that's just like um what do you call it I'm not slut shaming I guess I don't know I just I just came with today's culture but anyways yeah I'm not one of them type of people because you know a hoe gonna be a hoe do your thing as long as you ain't hoeing on nothing that I gotta fuck on uh, this provider for me and nothing like that then we cool like just do your hoe shit else motherfucker (laughs) you know but um yeah I'm very interested to see what this this project is giving because vocally She's cold. The message that she just gave in that last song, I feel 99% that one little percent of me won't let me go and do it because, you know, morale. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, niggas will push you to the point of like, you know, and not necessarily even hoeing. Maybe that's what it is for me. Like, niggas won't push you to the point of hoeing, but they'll push you to the point of like not giving a fuck. And then it's like a vicious cycle because you get trifling doggish ass dudes out here treating good women like shit. And then, you know, they deal with, deal with it so much that they become, uh, I guess, you know, kind of cold. <laughs> kind of cold to these niggas. And you, that's when you get bitches that just want to use you for your money and your status or whatever else you can give them. And going on about their motherfucking business. And it's kind of ironic that this is kind of, I guess, become a topic because I just seen this post from this poet. Um, and he typically go in on like, uh, oh, shit, I'm sorry. I thought I had my uh, my thing up. Um, he typically goes in on like, I don't want to say men, but for the most part, he gives like, a lot of uh he's one of the men that holds other men accountable. Um damn. 
Did he delete it? Y'all, I was finna show you. I mean, show y'all. I was finna tell y'all about this post this nigga made because it, it was definitely he had something to do with the topic. And he called himself trying to check the women that had something to say. Like, I typically take up for y'all, but like this, you know. And he had a valid point. Just basically trying to tell women to be more vulnerable. Yeah, I think they got on his ass because it ain't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Damn. I definitely said something because it was a trigger for me. Like, you know, I get what he was trying to say about how women need to go back to being more vulnerable. But. But. Naturally, women are vulnerable people. It's when you run into niggas that ain't shit that will misuse their vulnerability to attempt to get ahead. Yeah, he took this shit down. Because <laughs> it go from, okay, yep. Well, that's basically what the post said, and people got on the shit. But um, yeah, typically you lose that that side of yourself um when people just do you dirty and fucking you know screw over you and it's not to say that it only happens to women and i guess i have to make that shit clear because you get niggas that be in their feelings and you know whatever i ain't just ladies men go through things too like nigga we know this we're human we all have experiences but i can only speak from a woman's perspective because i am a woman um, <laughs> yeah, you get men that do you dirty and, you know, you supportive, you just a good human in general. And sometimes I just really feel like you can't be, um, a good human if you're not like a good significant other or lover or friend, because if you're a good human, a lot of the, you know, positive characteristics will be in a relationship and if you can't be a friend and have your typical common decency with somebody that you're in a relationship with that makes you a trash-ass human um anyways that's not to see for a different day uh yeah this song just really hit home i'm sorry y'all i told y'all i was smoking so i'm high now and i get lost in my thoughts but um that song is just amazing how Literally, you could be dealing with a certain type of situation and you like it's really like the universe. Just me. Um, you know how they say whatever you pay attention to is what you experience. So that's pretty much is what I feel like is happening. The universe is like aligning with me having this epiphany that I told y'all earlier that I had and seeing that post and hearing this song. It's just like, man, she'd be really hitting home like. Man, and then you know, back to the government stalling with the stimmies and shit. Like shit, <laughs> shit really be hitting home. But yeah, I'm excited for Jasmine Sullivan's project. Um, I'm kind of waiting for her to like put out. Uh, has she done a debut album or are they all like little EPs? Damn, 
And honestly, I think I have all of her music on my phone, but I don't know if they're like actual albums that are like mixtapes. I guess if mixtapes are still a thing. I don't know. I just, her shit, like it, download it. Or if I know it's from a certain artist, I'm just going to download it either way. Um, I guess, damn, I guess these are all albums. I don't know, but I know little hers on the ball because baby damage, baby, <laughs> baby, that little baby there, she, she wrote the shit out that motherfucking song. Her and, um, what's old babe that played Wale, Tierra Thomas, she was a writer on that song as well. Like, she killed that shit. They killed that shit. You know, anyways, <sighs> I'm feeling real good. Um... It's just going to be a beautiful ass year, y'all. I know I'm on a tangent again. Again, this is High Fucking Thoughts. I might name this episode High Thoughts with Dana because, bitch, shit just be coming together and it just make my mind just, you know, damn, that's wild. That's wild. You know, everything just be tied together for a real one. But um, anyways, yeah. This is about to be a good-ass year. I feel it in my bones. She always works out for the best. And uh, I thought Rihanna was announcing something of importance. Um, she always works out for the best. And I be getting confirmations just, you know, and little shit that's going on around me. And then I'm a, you know, y'all know I'm, you know, not big on astrology, but astrology, but I believe in astrology. And they say because uh, Mars, which um, is in retrograde motion, um, for most of 2020, that you know, it's kind of lighting a fire up under people's asses. People won't be procrastinating. People are going to be, you know, just a little more energetically balanced. Um, And, you know, on their shit when it comes to their personal business, be it, um, you know, your actual business, finances, career, um, your love business, shit, all of that. Um, You know, apparently this is the year for that. So maybe I'm not going to say that, you know, all of the bullshit they want a thing last year still won't be a thing because I'm sure it will be. But, you know, with the stars doing what they doing and if you on your shit, this going to be a pretty bomb measure for you. And I feel like it, literally everybody around me that's been had their shit going, they shit going to pop off this year. It really, really is. And like people that's doing, um, doing their work now, or been doing their work, they gonna start seeing, reaping the benefits of their shit. I see it for myself. I see it for a few of my friends around me. It's a couple of them that be getting their own way, but you know, we all live by trial and error. So hopefully it don't take them too many tries to get it and fuck it up and, you know, get it and understand it. So. Yeah, that might be this episode, y'all, because I'm definitely a little lifted and 
pretty hungry. Got a little running around to do today. The episode is already late as fuck. So uh, hopefully I get to y'all by fucking two o'clock because it's looking tight around this bitch. Um, I will talk to y'all next week. I miss y'all. I know we did a little skeet ass episode last week, but they literally just told y'all over. Um, if you made it this far in the episode, thank you for listening to my tangents and giving a fuck about what I say, even when the rest of the world ain't, because I can see how long niggas be listening on average. And I can tell if you make it through one break or if you hear both of the motherfucking commercials, I can tell. But yeah, if you made it this far, thank you. You're a real MVP. Um, let me know if you made it this far. That's that's how I can get your ass. That's how I can get you. Um, leave a review. Leave a comment. Share this episode. Follow me on all of my social media. Um, oh, shit. What is my Instagram? And I don't know how I forget this because it's literally been the same for like the past couple of years. I want to say it's Dana DC. Yes, Dana DC underscore arts is my Insta. Um, I still don't have no Facebook. I did activate over like the holidays or whatever, just to kind of start a pot, start some shit and just be all nosy. Uh, uh, nah. Um, sorry, Snapchat was trying to get me to sign up for some soul, soul selling shit. I don't know. I don't trust it. <laughs> but uh, my Snap. Chat is Dana 08. It's some old school shit like that. What is it? Let me look. Yes, Dana 08, 1990. Again, some old school shit. Anyways, yeah, so if y'all made it this far, thank you. Follow my social media. Um, I might have my Facebook activated because I believe I'm finna just start using that bitch to promote this motherfucking show and whatever else I got going on because there's people over there that don't follow me on other social medias. So, yeah. Follow those social medias. Fuck a Facebook. Niggas get on y'all shit. Bitches get on y'all shit. Black people hold each other accountable and you can do so without tearing people down if you don't know how. Ask the next motherfucker they got they you know, shit together because a lot of y'all don't know how to talk to niggas and that's another motherfucking problem. But again, I'm almost done. We ain't finna get off into that. Hold each other accountable. Uplift one another. Um, stay out your own way. Stop fucking up with people that, that fucking take care of you when you can't take care of yourself. Like, yeah. Y'all have a blessed week and I will holla at y'all next week. Bye.